Hello, hello, and welcome. It's True Confessions Property Management. I'm your host, Rebecca Jenkins, and today, as always, we are gonna hear 100% real-life stories from property management professionals. If you're a first responder, ER doc, or you work on the Hill in DC, I know you have some crazy stories, but what most people don't realize is that property managers do too. In an industry where fire, flood, or blood is just a normal saying, we have to act professional in the most unprofessional moments. Before we kick off the show, I just want to take a moment and say a big shout out thank you to all of the amazing listeners who tune in each and every week as we hear our guests' um, experiences and share in their shocking OMG moments. And I just really appreciate all of the listeners for tuning in. Today, we're going to be talking to Josh. Remember that the names have been altered, communities and locations excluded, and the only thing you're going to hear is the juicy details of his story. Enjoy! Hey Josh, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Excited to hear your stories today. What do you got for us? Uh, I definitely have a few. I've been in the industry for a while, so definitely have run into quite a few interesting situations over the years. So um, the first one I have actually is a little bit of an interesting, uh, kind of a smelly story of sorts. Did you say smelly? Um, Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's just say uh, I was standing outside the clubhouse one day talking to uh, our maintenance uh, supervisor when we noticed an older gentleman kind of walk by the front of the clubhouse and, and, and go through the front door. And just something about the way he was walking seemed very suspicious. So out of curiosity, we kind of followed him in only to realize that there was a pile of poo right outside the front door <laughs> of the clubhouse. So we then walked into the clubhouse to then see a trail of it as well, going through our clubhouse to the restroom area um, so as we're standing there in disbelief, um, and, and holding our noses, we finally realize what's happening. And, uh, before we know it, you know, a minute later, before we could even kind of collect our thoughts, he kind of hightails it out of there, um, you know, trying to get away as fast as possible, which then we realize he's also left some wonderful, um, things behind in our restroom floor as well. Uh, and then proceeds to walk all the way across um, the outside area of our clubhouse to the mailboxes, all the while leaving a trail that way as well. Uh, so it was pretty much uh, an interesting afternoon. Uh, we had to close our clubhouse for three hours while our maintenance team was trained to clean. Uh, and this is also while people were trying to show up for tours. Oh, no. So we had to keep taking the, you know, meeting them outside and kind of heading them off at the pass and uh, trying to talk them into not coming into the clubhouse. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that was certainly a very interesting uh, situation. And, and, and also when he got to the clubhouse area, uh, they spotted him jumping into a car and speeding off, like trying to get away without, you know, like nobody noticed. He was a resident though. Yes. Oh, that poor, <laughs> if he wasn't like yeah. a, a older man, you know, like, you would feel yeah. you it would be even funnier it's a little sad well, but it's we, still very like are you kidding me yeah it was definitely a sad situation but definitely something you you'll never forget no never oh what did you have to do today <laughs> oh you know someone just walked and pooped in my office <laughs> like throughout the entire clubhouse oh man that's funny <laughs> 
So, uh, so I do have another one too that was really interesting. Um, this one's certainly much more of a sad situation, but I uh, had lived on site for a period of time and I had actually noticed a really strange smell in my apartment. And so I spent a great deal of time just tearing everything apart, trying to figure out what's going on. And, and finally, I, did, you know, I couldn't figure out if maybe there was a mouse that had died in the wall of the apartment or something like that because there was nothing and no way to explain it. Um, and so finally one day the maintenance gentleman had come by to kind of check it out as well. And he just had a weird feeling based on the smell. Um, he had served in the military previously and had been around people who had passed away, um, which then made me think of a neighbor and right next door who I had not seen in a, in a period of time. So uh, I was very concerned. I talked to my manager at the time and they suggested that I reach out possibly to the to a family member to do a wellness check. Um, so I had reached out to the family and gotten a hold of the daughter who had not spoken to this person in probably a week or two, I think. Um, and they scheduled a wellness check and, and it, it ended up being uh, that they had passed away in their apartment in the middle of summer and the air conditioning was not on. Oh, no. Uh, and they had been in there for probably a good week. Um, so that was a really, really awful situation and right next door. So yeah, that was a really tragic, really sad story. And uh, so certainly something that, you know, not something you run into every day. That's for sure. That's very tragic. I'm as like a prop and, you know, like with my property manager hat on, I'm like really grateful that you were the one next door versus a resident who could have taken it to the next level and gone to the press and, you know, made like a big deal out of just like a normal, natural, sad occurrence. Yeah, it was really sad and certainly something where you're hoping that that's not what it is. And when you find out that it is and that's what you've been smelling in your home for a week, that's that was also very upsetting because, uh, you know, I was living with the smell of a decomposing body in my apartment. Did you feel like you needed to move after that? I felt a little sick, we'll just say, initially, um, just based on the whole, the whole thought behind it all. But um, no, I didn't I didn't move. And I stayed there and we did everything we could to get rid of that smell and clean the carpets and did a number of things. And, and it did take care of it. Wow. How long did so did you have to stay a couple of extra days with like knowing the smell? You had to like live through that? You know, I, I think I was there pretty much the whole time. I don't remember actually leaving for any period of time um, because they had done the tear out in that apartment as well pretty quickly. Oh, um, okay. And so that really helped uh, a lot. With wow. That. Wow. Yeah. That is tough. Yeah. So I do have another one that comes to mind okay. too. Um, we actually had a really sweet lady who worked uh, as a leasing consultant with us for a long period of time. And she had gone on a tour one day and she was in the apartment with her clients, showing them around. And when she came back outside, the golf cart was missing and we had no idea where it went. Uh, nobody had seen anything. And uh, we went about a week before we actually heard anything. And, and someone had, had tipped us off that the golf carts had been found. So what we later realized was it was a group of teenagers and they had stolen multiple golf carts from different communities in the area. <laughs> um, ours had been driven probably about 20 blocks. 
And it appeared that they had even gone through like a, a Whataburger drive through because there were cups <laughs> in the golf cart drink holders. Um, and uh, they parked all these golf carts in someone's backyard. And the parents that lived there didn't even notice them in their yard. So How is that? Are say, they just clueless? I, I think that they were not super involved in, in the kids' life, apparently. So, um, so, yeah, that was a really interesting one and certainly something, you know, that uh, makes you kind of scratch did your head Did you get your bit. golf cart back? <laughs> we did. In fact, the, the kid ended up having to make payments to us for a long period of time to, to take care of the cost because it was re- kind of wrecked as well. Oh, like restitution? Yes, yes. But it was certainly kind of comical that they, you know, I'm picturing these teenagers, you know, having a good old time driving halfway across town in this golf cart and nobody even stopping them. So it was kind of interesting that they even got that far. Wow. That's an unfortunate <laughs> story, but at least you got it back and they learned their lesson. Mm-hmm. And maybe mom and dad were a little bit more tuned in after that. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, do have another, I do have another story, too, that's kind of more comical than anything. Yeah, take us out uh, on we, a good note. We, well, we had a, a lady who lived in, uh, at the community for a period of time, and she was a little unusual, just a very kind of a, a character of sorts. And uh, she had come into the clubhouse one day very upset, and she was demanding that we cover the costs of everything that she just lost in her soup that she was making. And so we were kind of, you know, a little confused as to what she was talking about. But she basically went into a a story about how she had been home cooking soup and had, you know, it was almost finished. Uh, She had gone outside out the front door for something. And she had noticed that there was dog poop uh, nearby her, her front door area. So she had noticed flies flying around and then one of the flies apparently had proceeded to fly into her apartment flew over her big bowl of soup uh, and then the steam had killed the fly the fly dropped into the soup and the entire group uh, the entire bowl of soup had to be thrown out (laughs) (laughs) so you're you're making this up right no she was convinced no 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 you're really like this is not a children's book Oh, no, it sounds, yeah, exactly. It sounds exactly, you know, the dog poop soup book. Um, it, it was crazy, and we were just shaking our heads. And, of course, she was 100% convinced that this had happened. And she was serious uh, about she, you paying for the soup. You were the property management yeah. company paying for her soup, that a fly died. Yes, because, because there was dog poop outside. And she didn't have a so, dog. It was like some other neighbor's dog. Yes, and she was convinced that that fly, that exact fly, had flown into the dog poop and then flown into her apartment and was killed by the steam and fell right into the soup. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, that was certainly one of the the more crazy stories and, and kind of comical ones that I Did remember. you buy her soup? Uh, no, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, those are amazing stories. Thank you so much for sharing. It was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed telling them. So uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. All right, property management professionals. Do you have your own crazy stories? Do you want to share them with the world? If so, it's super simple. Go to multifamilytrainer.com, click podcast, and fill out the form. 
That does it for episode number 16 of True Confessions Property Management. And if you like what you heard this week, I have an ask. Please tell a friend. That's it. Just tell them, hey, this podcast is awesome. I listen, has some crazy stories. You should listen too. All right. I'm Rebecca Jenkins, the multifamily trainer, signing off. Have a great week.